What is going on, Neon Nation? Welcome back to the 63rd edition of the Cyberpunk 2077 Community Podcast. With me, as always, I have our lovely panel. We're going to start from the left today. We're going to go with Saib. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, all things considered, but obviously not in everything. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Last known meal. Hello, it's good to be here. I'm doing fine, uh, considering the things in the world. Yeah, there's a big storm outside your place right now, too. So yeah. hopefully we don't yeah. lose you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be fine. It should be fine. <laughs> and we have Mad Queen. Greetings, Earthlings. Who's very excited, but also a little bit in uh, in a sugar coma here. So we're going to jump into uh, a piece of news that she wants to talk about first before she leaves. Uh, and it's an interesting one because we got a German Q&A uh, just two hours ago, actually, translated by someone on Reddit. Um, and uh, one of the points that he made was that inside of cyberspace, you will be able to summon fantasy RPG-like creatures and warriors for uh, who can, for example, burn out another hacker. So we finally know a little bit more about cyberspace and netrunning from this little tidbit. And I know Mad Queen is super excited about that one. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've been so annoying, so annoying for so many times. For so many, for so long, so annoying that even that even Talsorian made fun of, about me of this specific subject of the game separating crystal docking from from interfacing. And uh, so I had a theory about it, and I'm eighty percent sure that this this proves that I'm right, but only an eighty percent sure. I like a 30%. So what are the, the specifics about this? Why I'm, I am so excited? Um, first, we didn't know if uh, the net was going to be a place that we were going to be able to visit the way we could visit it in Cyberpunk 2020, having combat inside the net. Combat inside the net is completely different to combat in real life. It looks a little bit like magic. Mm -hmm. Digital magic, because it happens in a world where uh, physics are different, very different from, from the real world. And in fact, in this interview, the developers, I believe, one is Miles Toast, and the other one, I don't know who he is. So they, they talk a lot about quests, so I guess the other one is Pavel Sasko. It's a, and, it's a German uh, one, so maybe it's Philip, I don't know. Oh, maybe it's Philip, yeah. There are the three that are always being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Well, no, wait, wait, it's in German. Yeah, obviously... I don't think pa does uh, Paolo speak German. I think that's Philip and Paolo don't, don't speak German. No, Philip does speak yeah, German. Yeah, Philip does, yeah. Philip is German. Yeah. Anyways. I, always, I don't know why. I always think he's, he's Irish. <laughs> he kind of looks <laughs> Irish, I guess. He looks Yeah, he looks Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is that they described it like a mix between Throne and Skyrim. And the first time I read it, I understood uh, Skynet and not Skyrim. And I was laughing a lot. So imagine, imagine the mic is, my microphone is quite low compared, compared to the others. Uh, I can boost her a bit. Is that better? Well, let's see if uh, Spilomos uh, makes another comment about it. He was talking, they were talking about the microphone being low. It, maybe it's not my microphone being low. I, I am a little sick today, so I'm not talking as loud as usual. So maybe it's also, mm. <laughs> also maybe this plays a role. So imagine combat in cyberspace like you were casting spells. So when you throw a program, it's somehow like a digital spell. And uh, programs have avatars. 
programs have a quote-unquote physical form that is digital inside the net. It's not really physical. Like, for instance, the health hounds, you, you cast, cast, <laughs> like it was a spell. You throw a, a health hound to someone and then a big scary dog appears and goes for the enemy. This is so a, a type of black eyes. Then whatever you do to the animals, some kind of programs, um, do things to the enemy only in cyberspace and some others do things also in real life. For instance, black eyes that can kill or maim someone that is in front of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, this also ties ties to the fact that on the, the on the deep dive, when it comes to hacking, when we were showed uh, the perks of the character on intelligence and technical, we only have two skills on intelligence hacking on in on technical engineering, and it's very funny because technical is the techies, which is a character class that we didn't see yet nothing about it we were explained but we didn't see some gameplay about it and what you can do being a techie and on intelligence you have hacking that hacking is uh, the the build of the net runners and i had the theory that uh, once we enter the net once we enter cyberspace a new skill will appear which is interface because hacking is something different to interface hacking is crystal jockeying is uh, hacking in the real life and interface is doing things inside the net mm-hmm. and uh, well I believe I believe that they explained that you were going to be able to combat inside the net it means that we're going to have interface which will also be funny because in this deep dive we were shown that you had a ver- at a very specific point you have two ways of doing a thing one was aligning with Netwatch, and Netwatch doesn't want people to enter the net, they put the black wall. And the other one was aligning with the Voodoo Boys, and the Voodoo Boys want to want to enter in t- inside the net, and you want to meet Al Cunningham. And maybe depending on what you do, you don't enter the net at this point, maybe later, or maybe you don't enter at all. And you never get to see this, uh, this um, interface ability, because you will never need to use it as you don't enter the net. Interface is something that is exclusively to do things inside the net. And the thing is that usually the things you, you, you did inside the net in Cyberpunk 2020 was mostly hacking nature fortresses, but after the fourth, everything got wiped out, so there's no interesting place to visit in the sense of stealing information because, because all the comp- corporations pulled everything they had online to offline. And uh, but you will find artificial intelligences that maybe have been corrupted by by, by the rabbit's virus. Mm-hmm. So how is how is the combat going to be? Like it seems that apparently, according to this explanation, like like magic, which is super interesting, and I'm super hyped to see how are they going to develop this visually. And but the the other question is, who are we going to fight? Because uh, you, I mean, the black wall. No net runners are entering the net, so you most probably won't have net runners to fight with. The soul Mostly killer. Artificial. Yeah, but the soul killer is an artificial intelligence. It's not a net runner. Yeah, but that's who we might be able to uh, engage in combat with, like programs. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, maybe they maybe they try to release soul killers in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if releasing a soul killer inside the, the, the net with the rabbit's virus would be a very wise idea, but uh, this is a theory of mine. But yeah, the soul killer, it can take almost any form it wishes, and most probably it was a, a, a more advanced version that is than the soul killer 
was developed between 2023 and the 2077. I believe that Militech has it now, mm-hmm. but let's see if it, if it, this is true. But yes, yes, new uh, new Perkins. I hope that we will see all this in the in the wire because the net and the techies are two subjects that they didn't explain, they didn't show so far. Mm-hmm. And I believe net running, net running can be in in the pen and paper game. It was a little slow, but this in uh, if if it's developed like a magic combat, and also visually it can be spectacular. I oh, oh, yeah, me and so me cool. and Laststone were joking about the. Uh... The combat in the net being essentially the Witcher. <laughs> it says you get you get two games in one. Really, it's just value Set on top up, of value here. <laughs> well, imagine imagine that you do throw a sign, and then this sign <laughs> takes a form, the shape of I don't know, a, the shape of a person, the shape of a person dressed in black with a sword, with a sword, and then this other person goes to the enemy to, to kill it or to whatever, or against the program that that your enemy threw at you. Because obviously you're not this only the only person in this universe having programs right. to defend yourself. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Hey, just shout out to Max for the dollar uh, ninety nine donation, and he puts a yin ying and yang emoji. Cheers. Sorry, go ahead, Sab. No, I was just agreeing. I I I wonder how much this is going to take, like how much of a form into like non-standard things it'll take because it would be really interesting to to have some like i mean to have all, a bunch of really cool you know quote-unquote spells that you're flinging at people mm-hmm. that would be that would be quite fun and they could really open up some doors some really interesting doors i think well yes yes because on one hand you have gunplay and on the other hand you have uh typical uh typical middle ages fantasy rpg <laughs> and it's a weird combination so fantastic and so interesting but it's a weird combination because it's actually it's not it's not magic so you're not you're not limited by the tropes of of medieval fantastic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it comes to magic you can also i don't know you can throw programs that are shields and or make a wall in front of you and uh I, I don't think that all the programs that are oh, maybe they do all the programs are available in 2020 going to because obviously programs evolved, and also uh well on on your cyberdex you can also only have some slots for programs. I don't know if the programs are going to be um, consumables. I'm not I am not sure about it because on Cyberpunk Red they weren't uh, I think they are not treated as consumables. You have one program and you keep using it and using it and it doesn't. It's not. It only. It not only has one use, which I don't know if this way of doing for the economy of the game is great, because this way you can reuse and reuse programs and not think about getting new ones. On the other hand, I guess that if you can upgrade weapons, you should also be able to upgrade programs and then mm-hmm. acquire new levels of programs, which gives another progression apart from skills and weapons. And another progression inside the game, which is the progression of the programs that you can use inside the net. See, for me, I'm thinking like, I know this is going out on a little bit of a limb, but I'm thinking like, like, per, like net hacking, like the, the combat within, you know, the net might look something a little akin to the, um, so this, there's this fight scene. It's one of like, the, it's one of like the top like fight scenes of all anime. 
and it's like based in Madoka Magica where they're firing weapons at each other but like as soon as the bullet leaves the barrel it's it time stops and then they're just like bouncing around and every few like every once in a while all the bullets then proceed to move so it's very like mathematical and like that kind of a thing it's like that that would be like something like that it seems to be like how the world would function completely outside of regular physics Mm-hmm. And that would be that would be really really interesting. By the way, that's that's one of the best fight scenes ever. If if you ever care, get a chance to like look it up, do it. Because <laughs> there there are no rules actually on mm-hmm. what is possible yeah. and what is not. So yeah, yeah, you're making a right point here. You can yeah, it's pretty much tied to their imagination and how they're planning to actually do it. Mm-hmm. How far are they willing to go with you know the avatars as Mad mm-hmm. Queen said. Mm-hmm. A very interesting choice for for warriors, actually. <laughs> kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. going back to The Witcher a bit, uh, just just a tiny little bit with avatars, maybe. But well, I, I expect. Please go on. So, it, well, it would. I mean, and here's the other thing that I just kind of realized is like, this would like if they end up doing it very like kind of like magical, like what what you were describing, Mad Queen. This really opens the door for them to continue to keep up their really cool magical based effects. Um, department, you know, within the company, so that when they do work on another Witcher, you know, they haven't lost their flair or they've come up with new ideas because they they can import some of those concepts, some of like the baseline concepts from what they used in the net hacking into you know future Witcher spells too, like that, or or enemies or creatures or something like that. That that would be something that could happen there too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was I was going to say that uh, when it when it comes to when it comes to the programs, the truth is that more than they are lim- they are limited by their their imagination. Yes, mm-hmm. true. But I'm also expecting I'm also expecting some fan service <laughs> on you know on the original programs of uh, for instance, I'm going to give examples of of uh, avatars of programs that existed in 2020. You have the hammer. That is an intrusion programs, and the icon is a glowing red hammer. You have the jackhammer. That guess what's the icon? A jackhammer. You have, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have the worm that was very famous. That is a gold metal robotic worm with green neon eyes. I mean, you Ooh. have lots of uh, very cool descriptions. A stream <coughs> of blazing white symbols flowing at incredible speed from the netrunner's open hands. That's a program called A Wizard's Book. You have a thin beam of white light which shoots from the Netrunner's hand and spreads through the cold gate, turning it into into glowing dis- dissipating flog, a flog, fog. Sorry, that's a cold cracker. I mean, this, these are the actions that you can do with programs inside the net. And this is like, well, like magic, but more in, more like magic. This is, I would describe it as green arrow, uh, green lantern, sorry. The, the power of green lantern that he can make things appear and do things. Something more or less like that. Damn. <laughs> and yeah, there are, there are a lot because you have a lot of programs in 2020, then you have them in, uh, in on the Chromebooks, and you have them on the two Rage Valtmus books. But mm-hmm. I, I guess that 2020 is the base, and then and then some programs of their own creation. But yes, you have a lot of things to do. Mm, right. You have the Watchdog. The Watchdog is also one that is very famous. That is a large black metal dog. How does it sound? That sounds awesome. 
<laughs> Sounds like something I will use if if it's available. <laughs> yes, there there are all uh, more animals. There mm-hmm. are uh, more animals inside the program. But yes, now imagine, now imagine all this, all this mm-hmm. inside combat made with all this. Does it sound awesome or it doesn't sound awesome? It's kind of crazy because that's just a second like whole gameplay loop that they have to work on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a, that's a lot this, of work. The, Remember the interviews with, well, short, very short interviews with uh, the musicians that were announced at the Game Awards? Uh, game Awards? Was it the Game Awards? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the Game Awards. And I am Robin saying, I'm really curious how these two worlds will, will mix together. I mean, they Since can. then I wondered, sorry? I mean, they can. Everything is over the top, so why not use everything <laughs> there are no <laughs> rules in cyberpunk technically so especially if you go into the net hmm. yeah well at some point they need to shift the game <laughs> i mean it's cool it's cool to have to add have everything but at some point they have to shift the game yeah true true but do they <laughs> 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 maybe they'll just keep it for themselves and be selfish well, I don't know. If they want people to play it, I believe that there is no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> and so for the people just coming in who are a little bit confused, what we're talking about right now is a German Q&A where one of the points was inside cyberspace, you'll be able to summon fantasy RPG-like creatures and warriors who can, for example, burn out another hacker. That's the fact that we're going over. So get excited for that. A lot of people were kind of disappointed about uh, how they saw net running net running in quotes mm. in the deep dive so it's definitely uh a bit more it, there's yeah, more to the it than di- that in the deep dive we didn't see net runner we saw hacking well it, it, we never, i guess in the begin got- in the beginning we saw cyberspace right when he was loading into the uh the bbs the, the voodoo boys process. yeah well, well well no the cyberspace is the thing that is on the other side of the black wall right we never got to the other side of the black wall Right. Then has to open up quick. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, confirmed. We're going behind. <laughs> yeah, we have to go. Damn. Yeah, this sounds this sounds super excited, super excited. Uh, we know we know nothing about about cyberspace in the sense that uh, as it was destroyed, and in Cyberpunk Red is crystal talking, and you connect to city nets that are small, mm-hmm. and uh, in there you also have virtual spaces. Like uh, different floors that connect through an elevator in a, in a virtual world, and you also ha- have programs that uh, will attack you and will defend the system. But uh, Skyrim with Tron, that is the, the the net, the big net. That is cyberspace. I'm ninety nine percent positive. Well, I mean, there's a good chance we'll see it at the at the wire in a, a couple of weeks here. Makes, well, it makes sense. They- Talked about it, I guess. Otherwise, they wouldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now, I would hope I... so. I want to see this because I was worried as well if we're going to be able to actually do all of these things inside the net, like actually fight. So uh, yeah, this calms me down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cross is asking: So demon programs probably going to exist and more visualize that? No, demon programs already exist. Demon programs are compilers. And you can fit you can fit several programs inside it. It's a different way of of running the programs. But in fact, in the deep dive, all the programs that are used for are used for hacking our demons. 
Mm-hmm. If you enter in the in the part of the deep dive where you go to uh, these um, equipment, you have there a couple of demons. Right. There's like hard shut down. There's a lead jammer or something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see how they manage it. I'm I'm mostly hyped for the visual part. Yeah, sorry for my cat. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's excited about cyberspace. We can, you can't stop her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so awesome, so awesome. Yeah, we're going yeah. to see some of Well, uh, people wanted news. People, everybody was uh, so sad that the wire got delayed because we had no information. You wanted information. There you, you go. Have. An awesome piece of information. A little mm-hmm. bit more things in the in the interview, though. Yes, which mm-hmm. we will go over. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of questions that have been piling up, so I think we could probably we could probably hammer out some of these real quick. Again, um, if you have questions, just kind of add <coughs> at one or more of us, and we will be able to uh, answer them, or we'll save them for a moment where we can answer them. We're not going to interrupt somebody to to answer them straight out. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Patterson's asked two questions. Any idea what to expect from Night City Wire? And is cyberpsychosis a real danger for players? The second answer is no. It is not going to be affecting players uh, this time round. It's not that it's not doesn't exist within the game. It's that it doesn't necessarily fit this particular story. So that's why it's really not going to be there. And um, Night City Wire, what's what's everybody's thoughts? On that? Um, I'd initially thought of something else, but now I'm more inclined to think it's something to do with the net, like Mad Clean was saying, just because they came out with this Q&A so short um, within that time frame. And they mentioned well, cyberspace. To be, o- to be completely honest, my <laughs> my theory that it was going to be cyberspace was built from the fact that I lost a video of something. Uh, I was doing a video that was heavily post-produced on a subject that, that revolves around the net, and... Uh, I was quite positive that we would have more information about it soon, but I was dubious if doing it or not. I mean, the last time I I lost the mm-hmm. files, they disappeared. It's the first time that it ever happened to me. And I said, okay, this is a signal. We're going to see the net. <laughs> mm. People are saying the Q&A is old. Um, uh, we've old? never heard of this stuff before. They've had yeah. podcasts with GameStar before, I'm sure. Uh, yes, I think we've talked about them in the past, but this is a new one. Just because they've had ones in the past doesn't mean that this one is is old. Yeah, and, and just because they address the same stuff, you know, multiple times doesn't mean that that it's not uh, it's not a new question. It's just an old, you know, it's a it's a question that may have been asked again and then answered again in a slightly different way. Project Dust is asked. Dusk is asking. Uh, so what you're saying is, I can summon a giant waifu, anime waifu, to delete other netrunners. And I think that this would be the greatest thing ever. So I hope it gets into the game. Well, there are uh, there, are, there are sexy women. There are, there are icons that are sexy women, but they they don't wipe other people. They perform specific actions that can be countered with another program. So it doesn't exactly go like that. So, I mean, you perform an action, or you you attack, or you defend, and then the other person can also attack or defend. So, so think about your average turn-based com- uh, combat. 
So what you're saying is that that the waifu might be the perfect counter for the husbando attack. Unless <laughs> you with the husbando, and then you pull out the waifu, and it's, it's like my waifu is better than yours, and then it's like yeah. Um, and they and then just start uh, they start arguing and. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is another question about whether or not the game is going to be delayed again. Uh, Birds from the abyss is asking, as well as a couple other people. Um, as far as we know, there's no there's no delay. Everything still seems to be a okay. They that September release date is probably one of their their more, more favored ones. They don't want to release in late November, so yeah, they want to give it at least a month before that. Mm-hmm. And if it's delayed, let them delay. It. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I, I I mean seriously, seriously. I know that people want to play it. I. Want, I've been wanting to play this game all my life. Some other people have been waiting for it for years. Some came to the hype train later and have been waiting to waiting to play it for months. Yes, okay, we want to play it, but we want to play the best game possible. So if there's any reason for what they decide to delay it, I'm in. As long as this means that the game is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so far there are no indications, just the calm. People. There are no indications <laughs> at all. There are indications at all. Yeah, we have I, positive I... indications, actually. <laughs> yeah, another delay would uh, definitely piss a lot of people off. And I mean, they have investors to answer to and stuff. So they, they definitely want to get it out. If they don't have a choice, obviously, they're going to delay it and make the game as best as they can. But uh, we're hoping they... that doesn't happen. Yeah, they still yes, have I mean, I mean, I mean, sorry. They still have the issue with the government loan, and and they have to release it this year by, mm-hmm. or they have to pay a fine. So, well, they, they can they can if they if they show reasons to delay it later, then mm-hmm. they can um, expand. They can expand mm-hmm. the time. Hey Daniel, thank you for the twenty five zloty. Did I say that right? Probably didn't. Zloty. 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 Anyways, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, should we jump to the uh, other other points here? Now, people are saying this is old, and a lot of people are saying this is old, but uh, I don't remember anyone covering some of the things in here, so I'm a little confused at this point. I've been I've been paying a lot of attention to all cyberspace things related news that were appearing, and I'm ninety nine percent positive. That they never talked about this. Mm-hmm. Other other subjects, I may have may have not seen them if they were if they were online. But but I paid special attention to cyberspace. Yes, and I'm positive they didn't talk about. And it. I guess we haven't really pointed out the other facts from this Q and A, so that maybe Chad is a uh, they've heard this specific point somewhere. But there's there's other things in here that are new. So um, yes, and. Uh, uh, sorry for for the people attending, but I'm going to I'm going to leave the podcast here. I am a little sick, and I just wanted to comment on on this on this news in cyberspace because I'm super <laughs> excited. But I won't be capable of joining the rest of the podcast. That's all right. I just feel better. Rest up. The... All right. Okay. Um, so have a lovely rest of the podcast. You, you too. Take you. it easy. All right, I'm gonna try. I've got I've got another five questions keyed up here. All right, go for it. For bullet speed, we're gonna do these real fast. So if you have an answer, just kind of shout it out. Um, Amy Stargazer is asking, "How do you each feel on the idea that Jackie is uh, Valentino?" I think that's probably likely. 
Hmm. Other of you? Didn't we see him in a picture? He's in the Valentino's, Valentino's poster. Yeah. He's got the jacket. Yeah. I think it's pretty likely he's in the Valentino's. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lady X Insanity asks, what do you think of mature content in the game? Like full frontal badongadongs, mocaps, um, coffee time scenes, and um, the backlash from the Karens that don't pay attention to Peg 18 ratings. <laughs> this, for me, is going to be hilarious. <laughs> I have seen numerous parents return games that were, you know, R-rated or higher, going, I can't believe you sold this to me. Yeah, we warned you about that. We, like, directly asked you several times, and you told us to, you know, be quiet and let let you buy whatever you wanted for your kids. So, <laughs> yeah. Um all right, so this keeps coming up. Yes, I know the demo from last year was leaked it, and it was put online. Everybody knows this. We, we don't. It's it's we don't. We're not supposed to directly encourage people to go see this kind of stuff. But yes, we know this exists. Like obviously. it's literally just the deep dive plus like five minutes of yeah. connecting pieces. It's not. It's if you watch it's, the deep dive, you got a good sense of what. Yeah. 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 And yeah. again, we can't. No, we can't mention the YouTube channel. No, we can't point people in directions stolen content it's just we, we're, we can't do that so yeah um arda arda asks are all the cutscenes third person or can you trigger between first person and third person and it knew it looks as if or at least what we're being told that all scenes are first person i myself am very 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 upset about that um, um a few complaints about the game so far but there, there are third-person cutscenes. Wait, is that what you said? I know, I know. We know that this, <clears throat> we know that there's third-person cutscenes. We've seen them in the videos that they've released thus far. Mm -hmm. But the there seems to be some kind of an issue with some translation at the company of like people saying, "No, all of the scenes are all of the cutscenes are first-person." And then other people are like, well, no, because we know that there's there's like there's like floaty scenes when you enter new zones and areas where it's like the camera does the, the like a drone shot. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like I'm pretty sure that's not first person because I'm pretty sure you know V didn't send their head up or their eyeball you know on a tiny little drone just like flying up and, and around like so there seems to be some misunderstanding as to what what actually counts as a cutscene. And then how exactly that factors into a bunch of other things. And then as far as like, you know, can we mod in third person cameras seems to be like a lot of these questions are, are either being totally like sidestepped or ignored or answered in really weird ways going, yes, there's absolutely no f third person cutscenes. But mm -hmm. again, it, we know that there are and that they've shown off some. And oh, we saw them, yeah. Yeah, and then and then there's the whole there's the whole mess with the whole question as like as to like hey um you know is there a third person camera and for for a long time we were told yes 100% there's going to be a third person camera and the the response to that has been well there's a third person camera on the driving and so therefore there's a third person camera within the game and yeah. it's like no that's not the same as having a third person camera for for actual for V and and all this other stuff it's a mess it's really annoying um Here's a question for you, Neon. Uh, your Pest, I cannot say your name, asks um, last uh, Neon Arcade, sorry. Uh, what do you think about the potential for Siri Cameo since she can travel through space and time? Again, another question that you've never been asked, so I'm curious to what your thoughts <laughs> um, are. I'm pretty sure people at the studio are highly against the Siri Cameo. Now, Easter egg-wise, that's definitely a possibility. You know, you're walking through a back alley, you see a little 
you know, portal closing. That's a possibility, but I, as far as a straight-up cameo, I think that's pretty slim to none, the chances for that. No, um, yeah. Did we get through all those? Because uh, I got uh, another... Last one. Cyberpunk yeah. Matrix is asking question. Uh, can we expect more merch in the months oh, to come? And good lord, that is in a gigantic thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> Just in front of my home. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Sounds like... Uh, it sounds like literally I love storms and that, that would be awesome. Um, is, is the merch, is there going to be any new merch essentially coming um, up to September? Uh, I have heard that there's some stuff that's going to be popping out and not everything is going to be necessarily through the CDPR store. So mm -hmm. we've already seen this. We've got some, you know, some merch and some, you know, themed stuff coming from other sources so yeah i would uh, i would expect yeah I, I, i'm expecting you know a mouse i'm expecting more you know headphones more maybe a, a keyboard like i'm expecting a ton of stuff on top of clothing and stuff so mm -hmm. yeah they've licensed this out to pretty much everybody there there you know it's it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of merch and toys and all that kind of stuff. Red Wolf, hey, thank you for the donation. He says just bought my first gaming PC specifically in hopes that a third person mod will be made. Uh, can you all talk about the mod process for the how this works and your hopes for how the perspective will be to satisfy players in the main game? Maybe that's a that's a good question for you, Saib. How the mod mm -hmm, process yeah. works? Yes. Uh, so I'm I'm I am very connected with modding uh a lot of my original work in the games industry was was for companies and and stuff so i'm actually quite familiar with a couple of uh a couple of official and unofficial processes on how to do that we also have one of the biggest mods uh for for fallout 4 if you're at all interested you could check out project uh valkyrie it is a complete rehaul of the end game adds several new npcs uh some new um a ton of new quests uh we've rebuilt the actual ending with uh, as far as the brotherhood is concerned and we've allowed a way to uh unite a lot of the factions together under the um the the sole survivors uh leadership um, including some some other cool stuff. So check that out if you're interested to see kind of like what we can do as far as modding goes. We teamed up with Thuggy for that. He is a great mod maker on the Nexus. He's got a couple of mods for uh, Skyrim and uh, Fallout especially. So um, it's a big one. You can check it out. So I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about mods. <laughs> so modding third person um, and modding in general is, is always going to be um, available because there's just some some things that you can add in right right away. There's some things you can isolate. Um, music tracks, for example, were I suspect that it'll be pretty pretty easy to isolate some of those music tracks fairly early on, and then to create replacements or additional music lists. This was something that would that could be done in Fallout almost day one. Um, so it's just the way that that usually music tracks are are stored in files. It, it's usually pretty easy to like rip them out and replace them or add to them or tweak them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that that'll be very interesting because one of the things that I'm looking forward to is to have people come up with custom like radio um, radio DJs essentially, um, adding in their own music, adding in their own conversations. It would be it would be really kind of cool, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that kind of stuff. Other things like um, adding in skins, fairly easy. So if somebody wants to get in and 
you know, rip out the, um, the models and the textures and expand it to add in a cattail or to add in some, some additional options for clothing. This is something that's usually pretty easy to do fairly early on. And then as far as more complex things like adding a third person camera, it does depend on how much of this stuff is left over in the code or how easy it is to translate the camera from the, uh, from the third person driving segments to the first person, uh, or first person segments where you're, you're with the character making that from first person into third person. Um, I was fairly involved in the process that, that we tried to, to, to attempt to do this in Borderlands 2. So Borderlands 2 had a, had a third person, uh, camera mod. There was some work that was put into that. A couple of different variants were tried. Ultimately, uh, I can't remember his name, created a, a pretty decent one. Um, for certain games, it's extraordinarily difficult. For other games, depending on the resources that are left in the system, it can be very, very, very easy. Um, Aiming's not always that great, but if you bind the the camera switch from first person to third person to every time you you know you aim with the trigger or you aim down iron sights to to cause it to switch, kind of like how you can do that in like Fallout Four, um, it's a pretty easy process depending on how much is left within the game. Uh, so originally, so we'll see how that goes. There's certainly a lot of people who really want this to happen. Um, most people do view RPGs as something that is supposed to be third person and they very much dislike the idea. It's one of the, it's the complaint that I'm approached with the most, even when people don't know that I'm um, a leading proponent of having a third person camera. Uh, it, to me, it's always, <laughs> to me, it was always like, give us both, right? Like give us both options because it's just the way that some people, you know, want it. And in my case and some other people's cases, um, for first person is extraordinarily motion like causes an extreme amount of motion sickness um it does depend on how much of the animation rig is tied to a first person um so there are a couple of challenges that, that we might face but depending on how exactly we can get there um we'll, we'll see so mm -hmm. it's a it's definitely going to be a difficult task for whoever tackles it um but we know that there's enough support there, uh, you know, that, that this, this is probably going to be a major project that's tackled pretty early on because there's a lot of people who, who really like, uh, first person. One of the good news, one of the really good news things about this is that there are mirrors in the game. And if there are mirrors in the game, then chances are that there is a fully functioning, um, suite of animations for third person is there. Same thing as if you have third, um, like with, uh, with Boulder, um, Borderlands two, the, the, one of the main reasons why that one was fairly easy to implement is because all of the animations for each character were already there from the get go because there was PVP and because there was multiplayer, uh, because there was multiplayer, all of the rigs had to be built for third person, animations anyways and so if you go through that process to do that then why not add it and and is my my question but for for modders it's as long as that stuff is in the game then it's actually pretty easy to 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 add it in but again no promises yeah so maybe they don't. yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah so, so i, I mean there. 
I, I suspect I suspect that there is there the one thing that I kind of worry about is there um is the like the parkour stuff that they do, like the sliding around and the the weaving around. Some of those things may not have textures and may not have um animations properly built in. If that's the case, then when you ever whenever you go to, to glide or to slide or something like that, it could be that a second pair of feet you know, materialize out of nowhere and, you know, are held to your body at the same time as there's like, like all this other stuff coming out. And so it's, it's really kind of like one of those questions where it's like, wow, that's, this could be really, really difficult or it could be pretty easy. It it really depends and, and we'll have to get our hands on the game in order for us to really get the, I, an idea of whether or not, you know, how much of that can be, can be tweaked over. And, um, you know, and again, it's like, it's like, I, I don't, I'm not too angry at them for doing this. I, I really am a little annoyed that they didn't, that they didn't think of, of all of the people who don't normally have, you know, a play experience in third per, in first person for these RPGs. They, it's very rare and they're not, they, they are like, as soon as you add that perspective and like that force perspective, you do create a smaller bit of a niche. So yeah, whatever. So anyways, getting, getting requests <laughs> to move on. So we shall move on. Let's, let's Next jump question. Let's jump back to the Q and a, because there's still sure. points we got to go through yeah. here and let's get through that. And I know you guys are asking a lot of questions, but, uh, uh be a little mm-hmm. patient and we'll, we'll get to those. We just got to get through these things here. Um, so podcast. Uh, the developers have said that the improvements in level design are as big as they were uh, from Witcher 2 to The Witcher 3, which is actually pretty huge because Witcher 2 was not technically an open world, right? So the level design changes from Witcher 2 to Witcher 3 were pretty immense. So they're saying the improvements in level design are as big. Um, pretty cool there. Damn. Yeah, but even even The Witcher was technically uh, divided into regions. This is true, yeah. And there yeah. were loading I mean, screens, you could, right? You couldn't actually sail, like, let's say you would sail from, from Belen to Skellige. Mm-hmm. Or... Mm-hmm. So, technically, I don't know how they handle loading screens, like, generally for certain things, but if this is uh, a full map of the open world without separate, let's say, zones at first, then this is the first time they do it in this way. Mm-hmm. Where it's all open without, uh, let's say, different zones like Skellige or Kermoren or whatever, mm-hmm. and no loading screens, so yeah, uh, seamless, oh, yeah. seamless transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're gonna skip this one because we've already repeated it. Uh, this one was an interesting. One it says there will be no such thing as the barrels from The Witcher Three in Cyberpunk, um, with an overwhelming amount of map icons because some players want to complete every single map icon available. Yeah. So those little, those little. <laughs> You know, little spots in in Skellige, in particular, in the uh, in the ocean or the water or whatever you want to call it, those those little blips. <laughs> yeah, people are still trying to you know get to get to all those. So I guess they're not gonna have the barrels. They're just gonna have different areas you can loot. Um, maybe they won't be marked on the map. Maybe they will. Um, that's an interesting one because yeah. I like I like when some things are not marked on the map, like a weapon or piece of armor or whatever you find. I like when it's really, really hidden. I know mm-hmm. you know, you have some clues, but it's not like, hey, it's here and you have a big ass marker, you know, find it here. So <laughs> yeah. I'm quite a fan of this. <laughs> yeah. Southern says you're talking about the cargo drops in The Witcher. Yeah, the cargo drops. 
I guess you could call them that as well. Um, next one says you will have about three times as much ways to solve a uh, solve a mission uh, rather than in The Witcher Three. Uh, they thought, what is the dumbest thing a player could do now, and how is that possible that the mission continues? That's the only thing stop. The only thing stopping it is the player's death. Uh, they called an example where you talk to someone, get shot, and instead of fighting back, you run away and buy a hamburger. But the mission has to continue. Um, again, this is translated from German, so it's a little, little rough translation here. But uh, what I got out of this is you can buy a hamburger. So maybe there's <laughs> maybe there's eating in there. <laughs> oh, you saw drinking, so why not? Was oh, there drinking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you could, yeah, yeah. the Nicola, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a cool one. Um, they tried to improve this in The Witcher Three. Okay, we'll skip this one. Let's go into the same point. Um, while there are some areas in The Witcher Three where villagers don't have a daily routine, they're planning to improve this with giving more than a thousand NPCs a handmade routine. Oh God, that's insane. <laughs> That's insane. That, that is that is crazy and like oh wow, it's that 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 is something that I can't wait for AIs to like formulate this like properly because it's going to be great. But good lord, that is a lot of that is a lot of stuff to do by hand. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, Luis going to look and like a Oof. full full day and night cycle. So like, is does that mean from I guess morning to night they have a full. You know that they're living their own like little life, real like, mm-hmm. wow, handmade, incredible stuff. Um, I wonder. I wonder. I really wonder how many shenanigans they're gonna get up to. Like, does <laughs> the, you know, does one of the characters go for um, you know, a, a coffee snack every time, every day at like two thirty? It's like I, I really, I, I'm really curious. Now this is gonna give me a reason to follow around NPCs <laughs> all the time and stalk them and like rotate, like map out their schedule. Do NPCs get late night booty calls? You're, you're gonna have yeah. to wait and see. Yeah. You're gonna have to follow them around. <laughs> I wonder if they will notice. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I guess you much. could play stealthy, and if you're like maybe a little bit too aggressive, they'll they'll make a comment. Man. No, this maybe is, if you if you stop in front of them. Oh, okay, yeah. This is this is something that like I seriously can't wait for this because it's like it's like imagine doing a multiplayer version of this, right? And you're running around and you've got like a, a you you know, you got somebody on your tail and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna run into this apartment here because I know that Big Sam and um and Tiny Tiffany are doing uh, the the nasty and anybody <laughs> who walks into that room immediately gets like you know, shot at by their by by them, and I'm gonna fake running into this room so that the person chasing me runs in there and gets their butt handed to them by these NPCs. Like, good that like, wow, awesome, fun, <laughs> very funny. It's like, oh, that'd be that'd be hilarious. I feel like that's almost like a whole game in itself, just following people right? around, seeing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But how else would you sell the world, honestly? If if they're trying to make this, you know, as a living city, this is true. Like, yeah, if they're just standing around, uh, hey, you know, yeah, it doesn't add to the immersion. Mm-hmm. I think G- GTA Five did that pretty well. Obviously, this is going to be a next step, but like the NPCs felt pretty alive to me in that game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk to you, they respond. Yeah, yeah. if you stand in their way, like Sype said, they'll they'll look at you funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although police AI is just. Yeah. GTAs. I mean, every GTAs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, according to a dev working on quest design, they have no rules about how a quest has to be. Example, um, they won't let you move more than a thousand meters or you have to talk to 2.5 people or two to five people. What's 2.5 people? Um, the only rule they have is if it's good, we expand it and we're implementing it. So that's cool. No constraints on quest design. Uh, again, just making it more immersive, make it more feel, make it feel more, uh, realistic, you know, akin to real life versus playing a video game. Mm. Um, when they, f- when they fully finish a quest, they do not put them aside and work on the next. They continue playing it over and over again until the game releases because they might find something to fix or improve. That's what they did in The Witcher 3, and that's what they're going to do in Cyberpunk. So Yeah, I would gladly replay that one. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know that they're basically um, they're basically in the phase where they're playing, 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 and doing a lot of polishing, bug fixing. Um, they're adding a few major things into the game still that were on kind of like their, their wish list. Um, and a lot of this stuff is, you know, there, and there's some things that probably have been removed, tweaked, altered, um, just to make sure that everything works and everything functions. And that's just kind of how game development goes. Um, and we know that, we know that between the gunplay, uh, the melee, I even think it's mentioned in this article, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that one of the main things that they wanted to do was to improve that stuff. And so we will see a change to some systems and maybe, you know, things are different than, than how we've seen them in, in the ads before. Uh, but they made it quite clear that like, you know, they're working very hard to, to make sure that everything is smooth, you know, especially for a main quest because Mm -hmm. they can be game breaking. I still remember Skyrim Mm -hmm. when it came out that one main quest, just you couldn't play the game. Couldn't continue. Totally broken. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, this is something to remember is like, you know, lots of companies, EA, you know, Bioware, Bethesda, you know, all, all these stupid companies have put out games where there's a game breaking bug in it on the main quest line and you can't finish a game and it totally destroys you. I mean, hell, that's just the, the biggest killer. Some of the, some of the bugs that we've seen this year, my favorite one by far so far is that if you installed the game to a custom directory, it would install, uninstall, and delete everything on your hard drive except for the <laughs> one program. That is by far probably one of the most hard face palms ever. Well, they had that in with the history of the world. They had that with Minecraft Dungeons recently. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a pretty simple game. Let's be honest here, but uh, apparently the first people that, to download it, they had their SSDs wiped. Yep. So, yeah, it was a big bug. It's like, it's like, it's like the, the, the fact that this stuff happens, I mean, you know, and this company isn't them, you know, they, they want to make sure that they get rid of as much of that stuff Mm -hmm. as possible. And so the last couple of months is, uh, is straight polish for them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we, we kind of see that and we kind of accept that as a, as a Mm -hmm. cost of of what they do for gaming. So, Mm -hmm. And going along with the fact that they work on quests till the very end, um, the delay, you know, potentially gives them uh, more room to to work with their quests and add things. You never know, right? Not saying that yeah, that's a. In... Sorry, go ahead. Oh no! Even in The Witcher, they I think they had one or two, but it wasn't anything big. Uh, one was for um, I think Wolven Armor, uh, the DLC. When you go, I think you couldn't pass the portal, and I still have people who are actually complaining about it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Might be for a couple of PCs. I mean, games. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, um, the next one that's new, they say the melee fight system shown in the E3 trailer was not nearly where they wanted it to be, so expect some big improvements here. So I guess yes. the main thing we saw was the nanowire and I guess the fists. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Not sure if there was anything else that I'm remembering uh, off the top of my head. The 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 ripper the, the, the mantis blades. blades yes. Mantis yes. blades yes. Yeah. Yeah yeah I definitely wanted to see this improve because one thing I always love about melee combat it has to be deep because if it's just slash 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 left click left click or whatever mm-hmm. it can get boring. If you don't have parry in a sense, if you can't really do any specific maneuvers, it can be uh, kind of boring. So I'm really glad they're expanding on it. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are, are super interested in the melee aspect mm-hmm. of this game because there's just so many, you know, diverse options from the lore that could potentially be ported over. So I think, I mean, they're they're focusing on this pretty hard. So we'll we'll see. Maybe Night City Wire will get a taste of some some more melee. Hope so. Melee, techies, and I guess mm-hmm. net running. Net, yeah. Those are the three big things that people are, are really wanting, right? Is that the consensus yeah. you guys are getting to? Yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. others, yeah. but um, I think yeah. Those are the kind of three. yeah. That's we'll it see. for the the Q and A. Uh, the last one was obviously what we talked about first. Inside cyberspace, mm-hmm. you'll be able to summon these creatures and warriors, uh, which is probably the most outstanding thing in this whole Q and A to me, at least. Um, like how they mentioned Keanu, like how they hit him. Yeah. I, I'm, st- I'm still surprised how's that happened because it's not only the gaming community is gonna uncover that, but just everyone else who follows Keanu. I'm sure people check on everything he does. They try to find it on oh yeah his agent website or whatever because they have a couple of websites where, mm-hmm. where they post their uh, stuff. So I mean, honestly, he's a, he's a pretty low key guy too, though. I guess he's not really true, in, true, in the in the. Yeah, that was a huge plus because if you have a star who likes bragging, oh, (laughs) that's a giant. You have to secure yourself with like three, five contracts. (laughs) But yeah, he's pretty much low key. So yeah, yeah. If they had Connie Um, on the game, it you'd know about it. No, right? Yes, a hundred percent. It would. It would already be. um, You know. Sorry. Go ahead. We'd be hearing. We'd be hearing all tons of stuff about hydra blood and uh, oh yeah great stuff um so when do we think um multiplayer will be released a very long time from now most likely probably 2021 um early 2021 i would guess uh at the earliest i suspect that um you mean 2022 oh, no, sorry no no 2022 yeah. Yeah. yeah 2021 i suspect will be entirely filled with the uh with the other dlc the uh the expansions the dlc free content that kind of stuff the um and of course at some point in there is going to be the next console generation versions and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um somebody else was asking about how how or in what way the the game will improve itself based off of like whatever engine you or whatever assets you're running it on. So if you're running it on um on an improved console, it'll look better and, and work better. We have heard rumors of that, but that's rumors right now. We can't really like confirm that. Um, Big Foe asks, "What do you all think about the gunplay from 2019 Deep Dive?" And again, I'm going to reiterate that most of the gunplay, most of the combat has undergone significant um, changes, especially as we just read here, the melee for sure. Um, 
as far as the gunplay goes, I think they have maybe tightened it up quite a bit and hopefully it looks great. Um, something to remember that, again, a lot of people seem to like constantly miss out on in, in the press and they're constantly, you know, constantly focusing on this is, you know, this is an RPG first. It's not a shooter first. It's an RPG first. And it's a story based experience first and foremost. Right. So, mm. you know, people yep. need to, you know, people need to remember that, that they're not looking to make the most beautiful shooter in the world because, you know, that, that doesn't really help the things. And I, I would point at, you know, I would point at the, the smoothness of the gunfire that you had in, you know, uh, Anthem, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of people. I remember talking to a lot of people, and there were a lot of people who goes, "Did you see that gunfire? It looks great! Oh my goodness, so so amazing! Oh, it's gonna be the greatest game ever!" And it's like that 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 game is what you get when you put gunplay above gameplay and above the RPG mechanics. <laughs> you just have an experience that is at the bat at the most completely lackluster. Mm-hmm. and completely and, yeah. devoid of actual gameplay. So for people who, who are focusing in on the gunplay, the gunplay, the gunplay, gu- the gunplay, um, the gunplay is, is never, ever the most important aspect to a game, even when it's even when you're playing a game that's entirely built around it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really not. And, and so just, to, again, a gentle reminder that, that we all want a good game and in this case, a good game experience is going to come from them, you know, really perfecting the the art of the narrative of the story of the RPG, and not you know making sh- you know making sure that you can mm-hmm. you know shoot in it and ha- and you know have a have an amazing experience that's built around that. It's like that's mm-hmm. that doesn't make good gameplay. That, that and with good like COD, and that's about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with how good their sound design is, it takes a lot of the pressure mm-hmm. off of the actual you know, mechanic elements of it, because that's a bit, that's a huge part of, you know, the visceral feeling of, of shooting a gun in a video game is the sound design, right? That's where the, yeah, the latest yeah. Call of Duty really, really nailed it is in their sounds. Um, but not positioning though. It adds, no, uh, not positional sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hunt, the hunt has by far. The, oh, yes. Uh, hunt showdown, the right? best, yeah, the best audio positioning ever, ever mm-hmm. in a game. Period. Doesn't the entire person. game like pretty much rely on just uh, listening, like the sound? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And especially if you have like really good headphones that has a um, generally like a, a good range, mm-hmm. um, you can hear people on sides, but also length. And I was surprised that I was like, it's so precise. You can you can kind of see if it's like twenty meters, ten, thirty, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also one thing I wanted to mention about gameplay and gunplay is that usually in when they do a walkthrough like this for a demo, they take a slower pace. That means they have a controller, they're, they're not shroud, they're not trying to be shroud. So they take somewhat of a slower pace of doing things, mm-hmm. I guess. They've dumbed down the AI so it's not, you know, yeah. they're not swinging all over the screen. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Um, and then another quick question is being asked here uh, again. Um will consoles be able to use mods like Bethesda uses? And I'm going to say probably not. Don't, do not cross your fingers for that. That that will most likely not happen. Uh, mods on consoles are still a very, very, very new thing that 
takes a significant amount of convincing uh, to have happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, just as a just as a heads up, it's like don't 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 uh, don't hope for that. Um, it could be that they start opening up on it, but I think just I, I just think that it's probably not going to happen. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen for the current console gen. It might happen for the next console gen. Um, modding in general on consoles is still something that's very frowned upon. Um, and I mean, when it comes to like streamed games, you know, Stadia and stuff, I mean, it's even more of a no on that. And (laughs) there's a lot of big corporations that despise the, the, the concept of modding. They Mm -hmm. absolutely, because if you're playing 40 hours on a mod that some, that somebody's made that extends the length of this game and the life of this game. And I mean, that's just, that's just bad for business from their perspective. That's bad for Sony. That's bad for, for um, Microsoft. That's bad for these big corporations because they're looking at this and they're going, why on earth would we want you to play, you know, 40 hours on a game that if you didn't have that mod that you'd be moving over to a new game and you'd be paying us money to play on that new game. That's the concept. That's the, that's the thought. That's the train of thought there. And it's, it's really disgusting. Like that's I mean, the problem with consoles. Yeah. They they yeah. own it. They can do whatever they want. While PC, like yeah, yeah, you have yeah. It's not really under one company. Like no one controls mm-hmm. the PC market. Mm-hmm. Um, in that way, it's a very but, closed uh, loop. It's almost so like comparing like Apple to I don't know one of their competitors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they keep everything well, inside there. And it's like it's really like I mean, I, and this is why I prefer because it, like I want to do what. I want to do with my time, with my money, with, with my technology, with my, the stuff that I bought, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if I want to spend, you know, an hour playing as, or 40 hours playing as rainbow dash and, and Skyrim, you know, running around and, and, and killing people, then I sh- by gosh, darn it. I should be able to do that. I, I don't <laughs> actually want to do that, but you know, I'm just, you know, rainbow dash versus Thomas, the Thomas, the tank engine, you know, just, just, just to have a huge thing like that, like that, that is for the consumer to decide that's, that shouldn't be, you know, um, something that the, that the, that the development studio or the console studio or the platform says yes or no to, it's like, yeah. keep your, keep your hands off my, uh, my 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 damn um, opinion of what's fun, please and thank you. <laughs> Thomas the Tank seems to be a recurring uh, mod want is, for you. No, it's, <laughs> are you trying to relive your childhood? Were, it's it's that and the rainbow, like the, all the brony stuff is just it's the funniest <laughs> thing that comes to my my mind. Because what I'm not going to say is I'm not going to give the actual list of actual mods that I use. Because well, I mean that would that would just not probably not be good so we get demonetized instantaneously yeah, we, we get we get we we <laughs> introduce a new character she's called demonetiza and she just takes over everything so yeah yeah no, probably, <laughs> probably not gonna happen that way yes sir well we do have a little bit more news here because uh they released the xbox one special edition cyberpunk 2077 console i believe a couple days ago right and uh it yeah, comes with yeah. free now, this is kind of where it gets a little tricky because some of these outlets are saying free DLC expansion, but DLC is different from expansions, right? So yeah. um, DLC was already free, so maybe it's a free expansion. That would make more sense. True. Right? Because they, they, they really separate the two. They, they really separate mm-hmm. the DLC and expansion. So 
yeah, I, I'm having trouble with this as well because if it's DLC, that's gonna be free for everyone technically. But mm -hmm. if you're paying, I don't know what's the price of the of the console. But, it's uh, two two ninety nine US, isn't it? it I could makes be wrong. More sense this expansion because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's kind of a limited edition. It's not gonna you know ruin the the sales of an expansion that much. It's just a, a console. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it uh, did you know that it uh, it has some text. That it's yeah. only visible under UV light. I was like, "What?" I saw some <laughs> of that. I think there's a couple of them. Uh, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what they said? I didn't uh, get a chance to read that try. part. Fine, in a sec. Uh, <clears throat> find it. There's one that says UVME, but I don't know what that that really stands for. Uh, at the beginning, it says many languages, one message. Uh, next is like, thank you. In various languages. It's so cool how they how they have those Easter eggs yeah. on on their products. True. Like True. Mm -hmm. And the last one is CD Projekt Red Xbox. That's it. Hmm. That's what I've seen. I don't know what yeah. else. So, yeah, under UV light. Mm hmm. Interesting. My God. <laughs> I swear. I wonder if, if there's ARG. The hmm? I wonder if there's ARG clues on there. <laughs> it won't surprise me anymore honestly if i buy the box of like the game i'll go with uv light i'll take the what else they they, they use lemon i'll set it on fire <laughs> lemon yeah you can write in um you can take a lemon and write something on a paper it's only going to be visible oh i see what you're saying i thought i thought yeah. you were talking about squeezing lemon on the on the console and revealing something <laughs> no, it's no. like that sounds a little dangerous there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, KNG, thank you for the $2. Can I be an e-girl and build a simp army in cyberpunk? Um, you might have to leave I that to the modders. Is, I think this is actually an option. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, does I mean, Lizzy Wizzy have a army of simp followers? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Lizzy Wizzy. I guess she's not oh, an yeah. e-girl though, right? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I sus I suspect that there's, yeah, I, I mean, this is, I mean, this is, you know, this is totally my dream, you know, this is, this is totally what I'll be doing. Woo -woo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I want to answer uh, another quick question here, coming from MT Kid, um, is asking whether or not we're gonna have cheats and glitches in the game. I mean, glitches almost for certain. Cheats, no, but like. I would imagine that there's going to be glitches for sure. Like they, mm -hmm. they'll they'll try and get as many of them as they can. I don't think they're going to get all of them though. So yeah, yeah. It's just so hope... different play styles. Yeah. yeah, let's hope there's an infinite Mister Stud glitch that you guys can uh, yeah. can abuse. I um I have heard that 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 uh, another quick question here coming from uh, Southern Locust. Thanks for to the to one of your moderators. Um, Lizzie Wizzy will probably, you know, hopefully be a romanceable character. And I think it's going to, I think we're going to have one step more than that. You can romance her and then you can have like a baby and then you can name it, uh, AE12. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. Oh man. <clears throat> they, they, uh, I think they, they, sorry, go ahead. Continue, no, go no, ahead. Go ahead. I know I was going to say something stupid. Just kidding. <laughs> Go, uh, go ahead. Uh, people have been asking about modding support. We don't know. We, uh, they'll reveal it, I guess, if they actually have time for it. I don't know. So far, 
you know, it's, they have, said delete. Yeah, but I have been hearing that it is on their list of things that they want to do. <laughs> However, they have a list of lots of things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Not everything on the want to do list gets done. Um, but I I have heard through the grapevine that um, that that they are a fan of mods. They they do regret not having you know full mod support for The Witcher Three. Um, but that just in general they they are looking forward to um, they are they are really looking forward to having that because they understand that that it, it it's a numbers thing. If you end up making Cyberpunk 2077 the most modded game for the next five years, the chances that you, when you release your next game, will end up creating a massive, not creating, but you will have a massive community waiting for more Cyberpunk and eagerly awaiting more Cyberpunk, that is becomes more and more and more likely. Mm-hmm. And so anybody with a brain is looking at this situation and will say, my goodness, this is a, a this is a really golden opportunity. And again, it's like they do have a time limit, they have a crunch of what they can and can't do. So I mean, from what we're what we're hearing, what we're seeing, it's on there things that they want to do. Whether it will get done, we don't know yet. So and we probably won't know that until after the um after the last of the DLC drops, because that's typically how it works. So mm-hmm. uh, expansions, not I mean DLC and expansions. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, you know what? You know what I'm low key most looking forward to mm-hmm. is the soundtrack, because we know what it, we're gonna be given. Like they they always have goodies. Oh yeah. I just want to hear the soundtrack. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be huge. Because they got so many yeah. different artists on board, and they got the uh, obviously mm-hmm. the uh, in-house team. They got all the radio stations. Gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we we also have one more piece of little little news for you in the Middle East. If you're in the Middle East and you're looking to play Cyberpunk, um, it's gotten a rating there. It hasn't been banned, um, and so it will release in the United Bar- United Arab Emirates. And uh, so you guys are, you won't have to VPN to play. Although Last of Us 2 got banned there. So, mm. good news for you guys. Yeah. Do we have More anything? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I think that was about it for uh, for this week's kind of wrap up. The biggest thing was, uh, again, the Q&A. Um, we have to give a shout out to Game Notes. He released uh, his new um, cyberpunk song um, yeah, day before yesterday. Yesterday, it's in the description. Go check that. Go check that out. It's a it's a banger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, boys? Uh, so one question. I don't know if uh, Cyberpunk Twenty Seven commented. Give me uh, give some idea about DRM. Are you asking for DRM or yeah, the the game will be DRM free. Mm-hmm. They they despise DRM. I was actually watching a, a couple of a week ago or something. Marcin mm-hmm. was actually talking about it, and he was happy that the community is actually um, defending, actually not attacking, but criticizing people who say that they pirate the like, no, don't pirate it. They left you without DRM. Don't be like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. DRM is uh, 
protection, digital protection for basically your game. So you get a, a token in a sense that you have owned that game. It's like a certificate. I, I'm not really good with explaining this. I don't know if yeah. anyone else can do it, but yeah, it's bullshit. So yeah, DRM is digital rights management, right? Yeah. Yeah, digital rights management and it, and it makes it so that it, you have to buy and then have it approved that you are own the game before you can play it. Um, it's just generally speaking, it drops your FPS. It uses up your resources on your system. Um, we've seen in the case of Valorant and in the case of uh, Denuvo, uh, we've seen these things be quite abusive with your system. Mm -hmm. They may not be sharing certain private information on your computer with other people, with other yeah. third parties, um, despite the fact that this routinely happens with companies. They promise, oh, no, we're not sharing your personal data. Oh, no, we're not recording what you're saying and sending it to a third party. Oh, no, we're not doing this kind of like really disgusting, extremely terrible stuff uh, to your to your rights and your, your ability to you know, have and, and play the thing that you want to play or, or have the product that you want to have. And, you know, we're not, we're not abusing, you know, our power over you. And then lo and behold, something breaks and we discover that TVs are, are listening to you and uploading your conversations. We discover that the, the, the iPhone really does actually send a ton of your private conversations, including your most intimate moments over to a third party for people to review. It's this, this stuff happens all the time. And it's yeah. pretty disgusting. Yeah. And CDPR, thankfully, says, no, we don't need this because it's not something that we actually want and we don't, we don't see a need for it. Mm -hmm. and, and I say kudos, congratulations, and we love you because this is absolutely good. Like, this is, this is absolutely yeah. good that they don't feel the need to, you know, infringe upon what you're doing, what you're playing, what you're having – when they know that they're just giving you, they're giving you a copy of the game, right? Yeah. You own yeah. that game. Like you can, you can do what you want with it. It's like buying a record, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's like the, the only thing you're not supposed to do with a record or, you know, music that you physically buy is copy it and sell it to other people. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to hang it on your wall, you can hang it on your wall. If you want to melt it down and turn it into a sludge pile, you can do that too. It's like give us the you know give us the ability give us the rights to do with our games and our software what we want to do, and it's not you know it's not, sorry for going on a tangent here but it's <laughs> it's really gross so yeah DRM um, this is DRM free if you respect that if you like that I mean support them buy the game on GOG uh, sorry GOG 2.0 mm -hmm. uh, find ways to support them because this is this is really good. Uh, and we want to encourage this behavior because this is for, for all the things that we constantly have with our rights getting eroded left, right and center and big corporations going, you know what, I'm just I'm just going to do whatever I want here. Yeah. It's like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. And um, honestly, the more the more protection you put, the more will people be uh, inclined to crack it, because I've talked to a couple of people before that do that sort of stuff and it's not even to provide a free game it's just for the challenge honestly mm -hmm. and then it finds its way on the on the internet like mm -hmm. the, the codes you have and the, the downloads you have but uh, they do it for challenge because it's like oh you think you can lock us out no 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 mm -hmm. we'll try and and get in so and it creates more problems for end mm -hmm. users that pay for the game 
and it doesn't do anything special. The game is still gonna be out, you know. Mm -hmm. They they got really good, so what's the point? Com with this, you actually. Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. And you know, just to finish this up with this, they actually let the people um, decide if they want to buy the game. If they buy the game, they know that it's not going to install anything on their PC. It's not going to meddle with anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, big plus. Yeah, and companies are starting to pay. Um... You know, hackers a lot of money to to find, uh, you know, security breaches in their, in their own, uh, you know, infrastructures and stuff like that, and, mm -hmm. and giving big payouts for that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's not completely secure as they say they are. They're still looking for, you know, there's there's always a way to get around stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and security doesn't necessarily have to be control like DRM control, you know, and and we see this like we really see this in some games where it's like it's like yeah, you want you want an anti cheat. I get that, but there's other ways to do it that aren't as um, abusive mm -hmm. to the uh, to the consumer. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. So make sure you guys subscribe to all of the channels. Um, we this is a true community podcast. So every week the the podcast rotates from one channel to the other, and so make sure you follow all of us. Last No Meal, Mad Queen Show, uh, Triple S League. It really helps us when you guys do that. Um, none of our content uh, explicitly copies the the other content, so we're always coming up with our own unique stuff. So you get a unique experience on each channel, which which is, mm -hmm. and and we really appreciate you guys' likes and subs uh, over there. It really helps us because I don't know. I mean, I've I, I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times, but YouTube really cracked down on smaller creators recently, and. Mm -hmm it really hurt a lot of us for for a long time so we we really do appreciate it when you guys subscribe and like and follow us because that that's helping us to build up the community and this really is a community driven thing and we don't always agree on everything either and that's the beauty of of the community that we've been building here is that nobody agrees on everything and everybody has a voice and mm -hmm. that's really important so if you, you come on to any of our discords um you know, you can actually find us uh, big groups of us chatting on on our Discord quite frequently. So, yeah, hop mm -hmm. in, say hi, and and join join the community because we're we're here to stay. So, yes, sir. All the links are in the description. If you enjoyed this particular one, uh, consider dropping a like and helping us out. We will be back on Sunday. Do you guys have anything for for this week that you want to promote for this upcoming week, content wise? Uh, we've got. We've got some more, uh, got some more Vesper Tomlinson, Tom, Vesper Tomlinson um, news and and tidbits on our channel. As uh, this is a new project, if you want to check him out, he's very funny. He's reviewed, uh, he he's reviewed everybody from EA to um, like the actual entity known as EA, as well as the entity that is known as as the Epic Store, uh, as well as um, a couple other interesting entities. Mm -hmm. uh, we may have uh, interviewed somebody who sounds a lot like Gabe uh, from the team. Um, <laughs> nice. May not have been Gabe, uh, but may have definitely sounded like him. And he most certainly may have sounded like he was rolling in a bed of money. So, yeah, check, <laughs> check that out. It's our, it's our series called uh, Gaming After Dark. And uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny. So check that out. We've got some, we've got some more coming soon. Sweet. Um, last known, you got some... Some planned uh, well, this week? 
Well, this week it's gonna be a couple of lore videos regarding Cyberpunk, and I really want to make a video about Altward because I've been playing that game non-stop for the past couple of days. Um, it's a really good RPG. It's incredibly difficult. There's a lot of uh, uh, item management, how you do stuff in the game. You're not really a hero in the game. You're just a normal person, so you just gotta find your way. Um, it's really, it's really nice. I, I definitely recommend everyone just googling that and looking at the gameplay. It's a small title, but really, really fun to play. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So, All right, guys. Everyone, take it easy. Have a good uh, rest of the weekend, as much as you have left on Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday today, anyways. Um, we will see you next week on Triple S League's channel. Um, same time, different place. Catch you guys there. <laughs>